and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, you got to walk home. Walk home. Walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to episode 26 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Of course, want to thank you guys for finding us on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Want to uh, remind you guys, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. And, of course, you can find me on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. And coming up in episode 26, we will have our headlines and we'll have a hot topic or two that we can uh, chop up. And in addition to that, we'll have sports entertainment, sports E, we like to call it, and the quote of the episode. In addition to that, we wrap things up with, have you heard? So in Ball in the Fallen, did I mention Ball in the Fallen? I did mention Ball in the Fallen. Joining me for episode 26, Biscuit is back in the building. We wanted him to hear a show, so we invited him to be on one because that's the only way he listens to the show. And Kalina, who uh, appeared for the first time in episode 25, she's back. She'll do uh, she'll do some sports E for us and uh, captivate you with her sports knowledge. How about that? I um, want to also remind you guys that I – guess what, Biscuit? Let me bring in Biscuit really quickly. Okay. What's so up? guess what I did this week that I have on the way? What? Some swag. I have some some De- uh, sports talk with Devin Wade gear coming. I have uh, some caps, some coffee mugs, some posters, all of those things, and uh, they're in wrap. Okay. And because they're in route, we're gonna when I get them, if they you know if they're up to our standard, mm-hmm. our exacting standard, right? We're going to give some of those things away. That'd so, be awesome. Now the way that I think we're gonna do that is, okay. and we're gonna start doing shout outs too. A couple of ways we're gonna do that. If you make a comment, if you review the podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, or TuneIn for that matter, and we see those comments, we're going to give you a shout out. And one or two of 10 of you uh, may actually get some sports talk with Devin Wade gear. So with that in mind, I'm I'm raring to go. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah, I'm ready. Kalina, are you excited? Are you raring to go? How was your first episode, by the way? How'd, how'd you enjoy that? I think it was wonderful. Thank you for having me back, Devin. Yeah, well, it's going to be a, a <laughs> wonderful journey, we think, and we certainly hope so. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Without further ado, hey, let's get into headlines. Yeah, so it is sad for baseball with the passing of two baseball greats. Don Baylor, the 1979 American League MVP, died Monday of cancer. He was 68. Baylor played for the Orioles, Athletics, Angels, Yankees, Red Sox, and Twins over a 19-year career. He was an all-star and the MVP winner with the Angels in 1979 when he led the majors in RBIs and runs and also set career highs in home runs and hits. And uh, also former Philadelphia Phillies three-time All-Star catcher Darren Dalton died. Uh, He was 55 years old. Dalton was a bonding force in the Phillies clubhouse during his 13 and a half seasons in Philadelphia. He was known for his work ethic, 
old school toughness and his smile. So that's sad news there. And, you know, you talk about Don Bailey. One thing about him, hit by a pitch more than any other batter before Craig Biggio surpassed him in the record books. But Don Bailey didn't have all that armor. So when he got hit, he got hit. Right. And also in other headlines, the Dolphins have said no to Colin Kaepernick and yes to Jay Cutler. The 34-year-old put off early retirement and the broadcasting life to sign a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. Now, you see, now this is what was, I mean, we called it in episode 25. Actually, you kind of knew that this was coming. Uh, Biscuit, you didn't get a chance to comment on this. But this is the odd part about all of that. He actually used, subconsciously or, or otherwise, mm-hmm. he used Colin Kaepernick as leverage to get a better deal. So just to recap, uh, Jay Cutler retired, right? right. And and re- here in Houston thought he was a consideration. Obviously before the the Texans drafted uh, Deshaun Watson, he was a guy that I was probably I was on board with getting, but he's coming off a of shoulder surgery. He like t- Tony Romo opted to retire. So he shut it down and he, I guess he was going to keep it shut down until Ryan Tannehill went down. And so he got a one-year, $10 million deal with uh, $3 million of uh, potential earnings uh, uh, to that salary. So he can earn up to $13 million. And I'm sure that the conversation went something like this. Well, you're going to have to pay me a little bit more, or you're going to have to deal with Colin Kaepernick. And oh, are we going to get into this more later? We, we certainly gonna, will. Okay, we, we will get okay. in, into that because again, we and, and if you don't know, and on the my local show here in Houston and on previous podcasts, we've gotten into this quite right. a bit, and, and and it continues to ramp up. But we'll go uh, more into that. Go ahead, Colleen. And lastly, if you wanted some more Kaepernick news, Spike Lee is clearly fed up that Kaepernick is unemployed, and he's going to bat for the QB. The legendary director of classic American movies like Do the Right Thing and Malcolm X is taking part in an event called United We Stand Rally for Colin Kaepernick. It's happening Wednesday, August 23rd in front of the NFL headquarters in New York. Multiple organizations will be included, including the Justice League of New York City and the Empowerment Movement. So wait, I have a question for you, Devin. What are we rallying for? Are we like passing what? around the collection plate? Or? No, no, no. They're not trying to raise money. I, th- they was, I guess they want to bring attention to the fact that Colin Kaepernick is not employed by the NFL. And it's because he took a stand, obviously. But, you know, again, I go back to something I've said repeatedly. And, and now I guess is the time that we can get into to this part of the conversation. I think that if you're going to go in on this thing, and if you really want to play, I think it's up to you to speak up and say, I want to play football. I want someone to give me an opportunity to play football. And, and How I did tell that work what, for Terrell Owens? How did that work for Chad Johnson? Well, I mean, that was, those guys were at the end of their careers. They were done. They were really – well, that. and T.O. had a couple more years, but he had burned a lot of – I mean, his stuff was more – and, again, T.O. was my guy. Vince you, Young. How did that work for Vince Young? I mean, I can keep naming people. I mean, So you think it's okay for him not to say anything? Yes, I think that's the point. I think that's the point he's making. He's not saying anything. He's not bringing any attention to himself because he does want to get signed. Well, can we? Can he at least do a workout video like Donovan McNabb did at the beach? <laughs> no. Can I just see you in a no? Peak? Look at because LeBron. Again, look at LeBron. LeBron's doing uh, workout videos and he's getting made fun of. And well, I mean, making... yeah, but I mean, that's that's apples and oranges. That's not even the same thing. I just want to see that he's committed to the sport of football and. and I just committed. What do you mean committed? This man wants a job. He wants to play. Have you heard him? Have you heard him say that? 
I don't need That's to hear the it. Point. I don't need to hear it. You know who needs to hear it? NFL GMs, agents. Those people who need, those are the people who need to hear that he wants to play. Are they hearing those things? Yes, I'm sure they are. Okay. Because no one is saying, give oh, example. I'm not signing Colin Kaepernick because Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play. If that was the case, don't you think they would have said that already? My point is this. Okay. Look at what Muhammad Ali did. When Muhammad Ali was stripped of the heavyweight well, Hold on, let me finish. Let me. No, 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 but no, no, it's not because, again, it's the same thing. It's about social justice, social movement, being a social activist. Okay, so what did he do? So when, he's supposed to go to the mass will you, and, and, if, will you let me finish? Okay. If, if you will let me finish, okay. what did Ali do? He put the pressure right back on the people that had stripped him of the opportunity. He put the pressure right back on them. And I think that although, yeah, there's pressure on the owners to whatever extent you can put pressures on, on billionaires who are insulated from all of this to, to, and who are guaranteed a profit year in, year out. So to whatever extent you can put some pressure on them, I think the way to do that is to rile people. So and I can tell you this. He could rally even more people behind his cause if he spoke out. But instead, you go to his Twitter account. And he's doing the greatest work, and, and Mother Teresa of the NFL, he is the, he's that dude. And, and and I applaud him for that, and I think it's, he's sincere. He put up a million dollars of his own money. But you can really rally the troops around you by just saying something simple, not, not militant, not just, hey, I want an opportunity to play. Kalinda, I thought you— Kalina. Kalina, I'm sorry. I pronounced it incorrectly. But they all do. I, 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 I thought you Kalina. were the, the actress, and I thought you were the one who was supposed to be giving monologues, and, and you know, the, the spotlight focuses on you, and every, everything stops, and the story can't progress until you get this important information out. That was a monologue, and he said a whole bunch of nothing. Okay, so it, what, what Colin Kaepernick is known for now is being a distraction. This is why he's not being silent. How is he a distraction? Are you serious? I mean, I'm not saying he's a distraction, but that's what NFL owners are saying, that, that he's a distraction. He already team. said hold he on, wouldn't on. You take had a your monologue. You had your monologue. Hold on. Okay, so he's what he's doing is he's not being a distraction he's not saying anything okay so now you're, he's getting vilified for not saying i'm anything. not vilifying him at all now now he doesn't want to play because he's not you know oh guys i want to play he's i don't doing know this thing. I he's, want doing, to he's still doing this he's still doing his social activism he's not saying that he doesn't want to play he's not saying that he's retired he hasn't released that on his twitter page he is a football player i work at my job i don't have to go every day to my job and say hey i want this job i just got to show up for work if i get fired hey look i'm i still want a job I don't have to go hold a sign outside and say, please uh, sign me. I, I know. I think you do have to put in applications. And, and, and maybe he has to whatever extent he is. Uh, he but has, I, obviously I, has. I, but he, but this, he went to work out for Obviously, Seattle. this entire thing is bigger than him. And it's getting right. even bigger. But, and, and he wanted it to be bigger than him. That's why he protested in the first place. Right. But the, here's the thing. It, you said that you can't really affect these billionaires who are all insulated. To whatever everything. extent you can. You, you can. can. Hold on. Hold on. You can because if you look, the big one of the big stories last year was the ratings drop, the 1% ratings drop or whatever, however small and minuscule it was, ratings drop that the NFL had that where they had to start paying back that money that the advertiser, and, and advertiser I had paid them. So what do we do? Okay, a rally, what is the rally going to do? No, we got to boycott the, the NFL if okay. we really want to affect change. Now, we all love the game and we want to see it and we want to watch it and we're all excited. But those people who took the bus, Pay the price. You talked about Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King, the bus boycott. Those people had to sacrifice. They walked. They didn't take. They didn't. I, take the that, bus. That's the point. That's right. They didn't get something they enjoyed. They enjoyed a bus. Well, they, they enjoyed not exactly. 
So I mean, if we if we see, see, you see, better look, watch look, 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 wait a minute, hold on, you better watch out. Rallies is cool. Rallies is cool. Martin Luther King. Wait a minute, Colin Kaepernick's father. Martin Luther King is gonna roll over in his grave if you're gonna try to bring in the the. He was about social justice, was he not? Yeah, but I'm saying you bring in the social justice issue. Being, I'm saying you better you tread lightly on this sacred ground. Okay, you can bring up Muhammad Ali not wanting to go to Vietnam. Muhammad Ali, Martin Luther King. That's true. I mean, but so what? <laughs> what? So what? The point is, is if you want to affect change, you so have to. Where, where, where are our leaders? Where's Al Sharpton? Where's Jesse Jackson? Where's? I mean, obviously these aren't like the greatest leaders ever. Where's uh, McKeeson, and the, where the guy from? Don't nobody know Quanell well, nah, Houston. No, no, no. <laughs> where's D. Ray McKeeson with with the Black Lives Matter movement? I mean, where are these guys who who are gonna are gonna boycott the NFL? Because you see that if it's just a one percent change. That that's a big deal to the NFL. Well, I will say this, and there has been a call for boycotting the NFL on social media. You're starting to see Black Twitter, which Black Twitter is the greatest thing in the world. Love Black Twitter. I just, I love Black Twitter, whether it's love and hip hop or oh, basketball Lord. wives or political issues. I love Black Twitter, and don't you ever do anything to flim Black Twitter because that would be the end of the podcast. They would shut us down. Mm. But that being said, so what What would you do moving forward? You are captain of the, the Colin Kaepernick comeback crew. What do you do? I, I'm telling him not to do anything that he's not doing. I mean, he's being quiet. He, he's got his nose, you know, nose in his uh, in his work, and he's doing doing his social thing, and he, and he's he's still on his message. He's still doing what he was doing before. He wants to play. He he tried out for Seattle. Seattle brought him in. Didn't work out. They didn't sign him. He, he didn't even work out. He had a conversation. They, right. He didn't even work out. Right. And there you go. So well, they they didn't work him out. They didn't want no, to see I, him. Exactly. You know why they didn't work him out, man. Wait, so now, is there a landing spot that you can foresee for Colin Kaepernick? Right now, no. Uh, I mean, we have to look. Who's the backup in Atlanta? Maybe, maybe Atlanta. No, they don't want those problems in in Atlanta. It would have to be somewhere hey, on the, the, the east. Does Montgomery have a pro football team? It have to be either somewhere on the east coast or somewhere in California. That's the only place. It's not going to do it in in. What was Birmingham's USFL team? The I, Birmingham Bulls. But does that Birmingham Bulls team? I, I don't know, but I, I think that again, just his presence. You know, I, I see a big O flashing in, in, in the middle of the sky in downtown. So you wait, no, no, in the, no, no, no. In the downtown, I got a big question. No, 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 no. Let me finish this. No, no, no. Are you going to boycott if he don't get if he does not no, get signed? No, I'm not boycotting. Why not? What? what okay, care? what would you boycott? First of all, this is. This, I mean, I have a sports show to do. I have to talk about it. You I have to watch. You don't. There's other okay. sports. So guess what? And how is that going to go? Then they'll boycott me. Then guess what? We'll be on the there corner. There are plenty of pro wrestling podcasts. <laughs> There's plenty uh different podcasts that cover let, different things. No, why? I'm not boycotting. Why? No, why? Because that's the gig. It, it, I, what it, do you it, mean that's the gig? So so say if I boycott and then he comes back week four, I know nothing about the NFL. So oh, okay. no, no. Just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean you can't read about it. And oh, but a boycott, a boycott is a boycott. Okay, well, boycott. Why can't you boycott? I'm not boycotting. But why? Maybe. Do you, do you care that he's a black man representing I, other black men who ain't he took a knee to bring to shed light on police brutality about police killing young black men? You you don't care enough about that issue to say I'm not gonna watch it. Okay, I'm just asking. So black, let me say black this. Twitter, listen up. So if Colin Kaepernick came out and asked me to boycott, <laughs> maybe maybe he doesn't want me to boycott. I don't know. 
Oh, okay. So we're going to wait to see what he says. But I see, again, over Metropolis, you see, there's going to be a big O in the sky. You know what that O is? Oprah. He needs to do Oprah. I'm telling you, he needs to go on. No, the, if she was on CBS, yes. But now that she got her own network, nobody watches the own network. No, I, I beg the difference. What are, you have? What are the, the Greenleaf and and the what's the cook name? The cooks, the the, the show, know. the Soul Food, Sugar Mama, Sweet Mamas, or something like that. What are you talking about? The shows on the uh, on the Oprah Network oh. are very popular, by the way. I love that you you throw it to the lady in the room. Thank you. Oh, you, I don't, you don't know. watch the Oprah no, Network? No, I do not watch the Oprah mm, Network. Nobody does. No, that's not true. <laughs> See, again, I'm telling you. And then he hides because he doesn't have a Twitter account. So he can he's insulated from criticism. But but again, that that's a very successful since they brought in the Tyler Perry shows that resurrected that network. So anyway, well, I, I wanted to say one thing. I think at the end of the day, with all this, it is unfortunate that this rally has Colin Kaepernick's name attached to it, as opposed to the very things that Colin Kaepernick was actually trying and, to protest. And that actually is the the, the biggest point in the, in the entire thing. And I think that that is by design. I think it's it's easy for people to make it about him and not focus on the message. And, and I will say this, when he came out, and, and this was some of the criticism that I, I sort of put forward when he went to a knee, he, he didn't, when you go to do these sorts of things, I think that what your goal is has to be very specific. You, he, and he said he was taking a knee until America was, was better. Or I'm paraphrasing, but he, you know, he, he didn't give any specifics to the things he wanted to see. And because and, we all want the same things. We want equality. We want black men and brown men and, and white men for that man. We want everybody safe. We don't want the cops just killing anybody. And, and, and that's the point. However, what he had to be more specific about what he wanted. And so in with the lack of that declaration of being very specific about what he wanted, you show the wound and you ask for a form of healing through protest, but I don't like. What are you? What is it that we were supposed to do? What did you? What do you want to happen? How can we affect change now? After all of this started, he did make some financial contributions, and he he did get proactive and started doing those things. But I think that, and, and again, let's before he was a an, an activist or whatever, he was just a, a football player, and, and he didn't think a lot of things through. So he didn't think this thing through, and this is not his gear. He's not the Jesse Jackson of the generation. He's not the he's not the the uh, the Stokely Carmichael or none of you know Medgar Evers, and and he's none of those people of this generation. He it was somebody who who got caught up, and, and I do attribute a lot of that to social media and guys and and ladies making these things available so people see the injustice as opposed to just hearing about it because we've known these things for years. Mm -hmm. I, and I remember going on driving to Chicago by myself when I was 19. My dad was like, look, you know, I don't want you going through East Texas at night. And if you get stopped, don't do anything wrong because there was a history there that, you know, if you get stopped. You may not ever be seen again. And that's real. And that's in my lifetime. These suspicious deaths where, oh, he was found dead in his cell and, you know, you only in lockup for, I mean, we saw it with the Sandra Bland thing. So, I mean, th this is not new. What's new is that we're able to, to access more information, more visuals, and the Philando Castillo case. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, we're able to see and connect with these things. So I don't think that he had a real game plan for what he wanted to do. Uh, I think that it, we, it, it's left to the, the leadership, if there is one, 
to decide, okay, what, how do we affect change? What do we do? Yeah. And, and I mean, because I would like to see, th- th- my whole thing is I think the police departments, period, hire the wrong types of guys. When you're in school, and I, I mean, maybe my, my brother knows this, uh, that, you know, the guys that wanted to be police officers were probably the guys you least wanted to believe, be, be right. police officers. Like, no, you, you know, you look too high strung. Yeah, because I think the perception of, of what being a police officer is, is is skewed. I think people, because of movies and mass media, people think, oh, it's about shooting. I mean, this is a service industry. Being a police officer, you are a servant. And I think that that's not emphasized enough. So I think, you know, hiring practices, uh, what kind of uh, training in, in the academy the, the police officers go. So these are the sorts of things, maybe a manifesto of 10 of, uh, of you know, 10 or 15 things that the police, the departments can do around the country to affect change in that way. So I think in lieu of all that, boycott until what? Until he gets a job? Because even before this, and I'll let you talk next, Mm -hmm. even before this, I said he was never, and this is strictly football, he was never the type of quarterback that I, I was not a big Colin Kaepernick football fan. Because I just I did not like his style of play. I although if he was awkward and throwing, I his his delivery. I, he's I'm just not a a Colin Kaepernick guy. Even when they led his team to the Super Bowl, uh, aside from what he's doing, which I think is tremendously commendable as a football player. Now that being said, he's definitely one of the top 32 or the top 64 quarterbacks in the world right now. He needs to be in, employed. Well, you you brought up a, a number of things again. Um, it's hard to keep up and hard to keep a train of thought. Well, uh, that's that's on you. I that's mean, true. I don't know. You need to take your medicine. That's true. <laughs> um, but, okay, so you said, and I, and I was critical of Colin Kaepernick early on as well as far as what his end goal was and what, what his plans were. Uh, but then I started to think about it. Okay, what was John Carlos and Tommy Smith's goal when they when they hung up the black power fist? I understand. What, 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 was their, what was their goal? What, they were making a statement. They were saying, you know, black power, black people matter. You know, these lives matter and these people matter. And, that, and that's what he was doing. Uh, so I don't, I, I mean, we can be critical and, and say that, you know, he, he didn't have a specific stated goal. So are you calling for a boycott? I mean, I am, I am, it, it, because this is uh, it's getting to a point that is ridiculous. I mean, you you talk about Matt Moore is is, is was going to be the starter in in, in Miami, uh, in, in Carolina, uh, Cam Newton is hurt. He might be hurt throughout the whole season. Uh, you, you have these different teams and these different backup quarterbacks that are that are basically trash. I mean, they are really trash. Last year, Colin Kaepernick with no receivers. I can't name one of his receivers that was on his team last year for the San Francisco 49ers. He still through t- 16 touchdowns and four interceptions. Right. I take that over uh, Brock Osweiler, who got traded uh, to the Cleveland Browns for tons of money. Right. I take that any day, and he's going to be, he may be the starter. They, they got a promotional video about, about, about Brock Osweiler, who's not a great quarterback. Right. So, so. You, you see these things going on, and 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 there's you have to be frustrated, and you have to get angry, and you have to say, okay, we can't allow this, we can't have that in this 21st century. We, you can't allow that to happen. And again, you can comment on Twitter at WaysWorkClean. You want to have the last thought on that before we shift gears? Thank you. Yes. So, you know, at the end of the day, look, I want to see Kaepernick play. I want to see him on a team. If he never plays again, he's going to be all right. I want people who want to boycott the NFL and want to come to this rally to also be the people that go to other rallies and also stand up in those areas too. Well, so, And I think, and, and this is the hard part when you had those rallies and stuff like that, it's the follow-up. The rallies are cool, but what are you, are you going to go to your, your, 
township, your your city, your parish or whatever to say, hey, I want to be on a citizen review committee or or we need to create. See, see the follow through is what what is the issue. And you, I'm pro that, too. I want to so, get some follow through. And yes, that is my last word. Don't try to take away from me, Devin. Oh, with that, going to go to our segment, Ballin' or Fallin'. That's when we decide if a player or team or entity is ballin' or if they're fallin'. And uh, the first one, and we kind of touched on this a little bit, uh, the NFL season, this, this upcoming season. Is it ballin' or fallin' for the NFL? So, again, with, with the Colin Kaepernick issue, with CTE, can the NFL rebound after a year in which they lost ratings? Can they rebound and have a good year from a uh, a viewership standpoint and for a PR standpoint? So is the NFL balling or falling? It's hard to say at this particular time. I mean, it doesn't seem that there is as much excitement going into the NFL season this year as there has been in, in other seasons. But it's still the NFL. They're still a juggernaut. Um, so I'm going to say they're balling. Well, I'm going to go the other way. And I think that, uh, and I said this, I mentioned this in the last uh, podcast as well that Troy Eggman said that the day was coming where the NFL's popularity would sort of decline. And he he was talking more about the brain injury. I think with brain injuries and I think with all of this reality that comes with the game, see, we look at sports as an escape, Mm -hmm. and and that's our opportunity to get away. But it it will be a lot more difficult even for me to think about the game when, when the games are surrounded by these social issues. And with the Colin Kaepernick thing out there, CTE is a ongoing concern. Guys are going to start having shorter NFL careers. I think that the NFL's uh, 2017 season, I, I think they're falling. I keep on falling. Really? I just think that the ratings will continue to go down. Anytime reality invades an escape like this, which again, it, it for those of us who love and have been surrounded by, uh, by the game, I mean, we've known about these things for years. You know, right. some of the issues. I mean, we I can go deep, deep, deep. Like I said, my best friend played in the NFL 10 years. You get a deep behind the scenes look at how these teams operate. Mm-hmm. But the, the general public doesn't know how dirty and cutthroat the NFL can be and, and what a vicious because they do such a great job in imagery and creating their image and crafting their message. Uh, and, and this year, even with the media, and I won't get into this part, but there's a lot of gatekeeping about who has exposure, who will be telling the NFL story. That's a, a big deal, too. And that that's sort of way under the radar. And I don't want to really get into that, but it's an issue around the NFL. And if they don't sort of bring the fun back to the game, however they do that. Again, with CTE, I'm hoping that technology improves in some sort of way. I don't want to see seven-on-seven football. I wouldn't enjoy that. I love the controlled violence of the NFL, and CTE would not prevent me from watching the game. The Colin Kaepernick thing is, although it wouldn't prevent me right now from watching the NFL, it is something that will be on my mind quite a, quite a bit. I mean, going forward, and I think it is that will be the case for a lot of people. So you said they're balling. I said they're, I said they're falling. Next up, Cam Newton. Cam Newton has, hasn't thrown a pass in practice for these uh, for this summer sessions of, uh, of the Carolina Panthers season. He's coming off a of reconstructive surgery on his shoulder. He won't play in the opener for the preseason. He's thrown some on the sideline. He's lost a lot of weight, and they've had debates about whether, how much he'll run anymore and how uh, how they'll use him, uh, a debate between 
things he said publicly and things that Coach Ron Rivera and the coaching staff of Carolina said. Right. My question is, Cam Newton balling or falling? Well, I mean, he's a quarterback, and he hasn't thrown a, a, a meaningful pass in a year. So, of course, he's falling. He, yeah, it doesn't have a great offensive line. But he has McCaffrey now, so I think that I think they want to try. Can't run if he doesn't have an offensive line. That's just any offensive coach. You 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 can't have a a star quarterback and your your head coach is a defensive coordinator. That just doesn't work historically. If you balling or falling for oh, he's falling. I say he's falling too. It'll be hard for him to rebound right now. Let's see where he is in a couple weeks. That may change before the start of the NFL season. But right now, he's falling. Finally, for ball in the fall and track and field. Now, uh, with Usain Bolt you losing uh, his career finale to a 37-year-old Justin Gatlin, he exits stage left. Who's there to pick up for track and field uh, in the foreseeable future? Is uh, track and field balling or, if they're, or are they falling? They're falling. I don't know any of the sprinters. Like, even the U- U.S. when I knew Justin Gatlin, but he's been in trouble for doping, so – I mean, I don't twice. know who any, right mm-hmm. twice. I don't know who else is coming. I know that there was another uh, American that came in second, but I can't even remember his name. Well, track and field has been on the decline for a long, long time. Usain Bolt sort of delayed the inevitable, at least here in the United States. Now, overseas, right. uh, the popularity is still there. So if we were in Norway or, <laughs> or Germany or France, I would say track and field is balling. But right now I say track and field is falling. Now, the one exception that that may save track and field, if United States dominance returns to the sport, if you start to have a charismatic young sprinter uh, to come out of nowhere and do some things, but it, it's so hard to replace. Breaking records is what's sexy in the Olympics. I mean, if you're not breaking records, well, yeah, no and, one cares. Yeah, and, and I think it'll be hard to, yeah, it'll be hard for somebody to fill the void of Usain Bolt. And, and that being said, I mean, like, the Jamaican track team, I said this for a couple of years, and they've come out of nowhere. Men and women. He's Germany. He's, he's, he's making some connections between them and he's Germany. You said it, not me. With that, going to take time. I want to remind you guys, iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud, you're listening to episode 26 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Don't need your girl around me. True player for real. And I'm saying for real. Be smart about it. Celebrations with the guys I sacrificed. Cause I knew you could not sleep without it. Meanwhile, I, I, I love you. You were my girl. You see, I, I, I thought the world of you. But just so steady. Welcome back to episode 26 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. I want to remind you guys, you can reach out and comment on SoundCloud or tune in or iTunes. And in addition to that, you can reach me and I guess reach Biscuit through me at the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group on Facebook. And you can tweet me at Wade's Word. You're not on Twitter either, are you, Kalina? No. Well, we're going to have to work on that. <laughs> uh, coming up second half of the show, uh, we're going to do Sports E, the quote of the episode, and have you heard 
Without further ado, Kalina Satuka with Sports E. This week in Sports E. Entertainment. is for entertainment. Yes, I've got lots of news and entertainment. The New England Patriots became the first team in the NFL to buy their own planes. The uh, Super Bowl champions bought two 767 Boeing wide-body jets in the offseason and retrofitted them with all first-class seats, some of which reclined completely. On the outside of at least one of the planes is a team logo and five Lombardi trophies on the tail. The cost is between 5 to $65 million. And Devin, I want you to know that I put on my actor voice because I just want to vomit all over this story. It is I know. disgusting. You hate the Patriots as much as I do? I do. I hate the Cowboys more than any of that. But yeah, behind that, it will be dead. Uh, but I will say this. And, and we will post pictures of the plane on the Sports uh, Talk group and page, uh, the uh, support page, fan page. Yes. So that was, so you can see it and you can write your comment below. But I do like the Super Bowl trophies on the uh-huh. on the tail. That's actually kind of fly. Uh, but they said that basically the article says that because the the well, with the increased cost of chartering planes, it's uh, actually a little bit more feasible these days uh, to uh, start to have your own oh, team I'm plane. Oh, sure. I'm sure. And it sure. makes life easier That's for them. That's exactly so. why they did it, to save money. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about shoe game. What kind of shoe game do you guys have? Um, Biscuit. Uh, awesome shoe game, obviously. I have uh, kids. <laughs> I have flip-flops, no. <laughs> so, well, the only pair of Air Jordan 3s ever made by uh, made for Kobe Bryant has raked in more than $30,000 cash on the auction block. So why is it so expensive, you're thinking? The 3s were exclusively made for the Black Mamba when he, when he was in between shoe deals back in 2002. So according to Nice Kicks, he even tested them out in a couple of games that season. But Kobe never ended up signing with the Jumpman. So, as legend has it, this is one of the only pairs of Kobe Bryant Jordan 3s in existence. No word on who coughed up the $30,400 for the shoes. So um, I'll say this. What, how much are you willing to spend for a pair of shoes? So what's the for sneakers? What's the most for sneakers? Yeah, sixty. Okay, biscuit. Uh, well, it, it depends. For like some running shoes, some good running shoes, uh, like one hundred and twenty. Yeah, I'm I'm right in there about eighty nine dollars, and maybe I'll buy it on the te- I'll buy some on a tax free weekend. <laughs> See, but here's a more important question: What can you do with thirty thousand dollars, Devin? <laughs> I do a lot with thirty thousand dollars. It wouldn't involve shoes. Yeah. Maybe it involved feet. Oh, okay. We're going to finish this up. Happy birthday to... No, I'm not Rick's Ryan, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday to Angels outfielder Mike Trout. In addition to getting his 1,000th hit and hitting his fourth home runs in six games that he has played on his birthday, Trout has a 3-1-8 average. Five RBIs, six runs, and a slugging percentage of 909 on his birthday. That's pretty impressive. But that's not all that was special for the 26-year-old. There's a video out there showing Trout's teammate making him a human birthday cake. And I do mean... His teammates, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. As his teammates crowded around him and doused him with flour, sugar, cream, icing, and eggs. Oh, they sang happy birthday. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, they doused him. I don't know if you saw the video on this one, uh, but Mike Trout... Four home runs in six games on his birthday. So, I mean, he really enjoys his birthday. Got his 1,000 career hit at 26. 
And in three years, he'll be a free agent and he's going to make a gazillion dollars. He's already making $33 million a year. He, he's the he's the best in the biz right now. Although, like, the Astros have a lot of young talent and Aaron Judd, uh, Judge has come out of nowhere for the Yankees. I think, you know, and then you, you still have um, a Harper in, in Washington. Yeah, and Bryce Harper in Washington. Uh, I'm telling you, baseball is really really super exciting these days and, and talk about the run that the Dodgers are making right. 44 and 7 in their last what 51 games I mean unbelievable it's just unreal what they what they've been able to do hottest team in baseball by far the Astros are running away with the lead in the AL and behind them are a bunch of teams bunched up for um, either a wild card berth or to win the other divisions but uh, they are far and away the best team in the AL. However, what's intriguing about the Astros, a lot of injuries, and Keiko's not returning to form since being on the DL a couple of times. But right. baseball is the business right now. And so if you do want to boycott football, it's going to be a very intriguing uh, stretch drive for, for Major League Baseball. All right, and that's all I have for Sports E this week. Well, hey, we certainly thank you for that. That is uh, a whole lot of fun, something that we've included uh, we started to reintroduce that. And if there's a segment that you guys like or, or want to see or don't want to see, uh, please let us know. Let me know. We want to know what you guys uh, like or respond to. Uh, we still have the Always Live segment. We do some Facebook Live stuff, and we have the We the People. So there's several segments, shame, 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 a charge to the game, several things that we can do to uh, spice up the conversation each and every episode. Want to get to a segment that we call the quote of the episode. Uh, something important and let me frame this properly because Biscuit was kind of confused about the segment it's something that I saw <laughs> I wasn't confused about the segment well, well uh, say what you said I was saying have you heard and quote of the week it's kind of the same thing you but hear a quote okay you hear the entire show I mean, exactly. <laughs> so, so I know the quote of the week is something that is either poignant or profound that's debatable, according okay. to you, once you heard this quote. Of course. But, I mean, it's something that is worth making note of. At least I think so. That's why I include it. Maybe okay. you ought to do the quote of the week if you don't like the quotes of the week. Okay, but just like. go. Just read the quote of the week. Okay. Everybody's waiting with here's, bated breath. Here's the quote. Quote, on America's team, let's not choose to be against one another. Let's choose to be for one another. My great, great, great grandfather had no choice. My Martin Luther King. We have one, and I pray that we dedicate ourselves to being the best team we can be, working and living together, representing the highest ideals of mankind, leading the way for all nations to follow. Now that was Ladanian Tomlinson in his Hall of Fame induction speech. Now I made a little light of that. I, you know, surprisingly enough, he's getting some criticism for that. I, I guess I they mean, was, football. Some, some football players, if you just should play football. Well, he can. He's retired. Well, I five understand years. that. I understand that, but that should just be okay. What you, and, what and, you do. and I get it. Kumbaya. I understand. He. It was like a ending episode of TGIF. You know, like on on uh, Family Matters, like when. <laughs> When when Carl comes in to teach Eddie his lesson, like that's that's what this was like. I understand that there was nothing profound, but I mean, if you listen to the entire speech, he tied in the fact that his, you know his great great grandfather was a was a slave, and he was named. They, he's actually named Tomlinson because that the owners of the family, his white owners, were right. named Tomlinson. So, in its entirety, it, it is it's a nice thing because the what's the what's the alternative to have more of 
the hate. And like I see it every single day. I'm on social media. I probably do my share of putting some negative things out there. Uh, but again, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't Rodney King saying, "Can we all just get along?" He was he, essentially like, 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 like comedians, and, and like you know, you, sometimes you can reach people in different venues. And I don't think he was too too preachy. I think he was just. Uh, it was a. It was a an attempt for uh, unity. Uh, I mean, how can you be mad at somebody trying to be positive? I'm not so, mad. I tell it. you what, man, you something I'm, I'm, else. Man. I'm not mad at it. I just don't put any value in it. I mean, okay, you couldn't think. Of well, maybe else. you don't, but couldn't maybe someone does. Okay, speech, so, so maybe kumbaya. some kid. Some no, I no no no. He, that was what a well kid, thought. Of, what kid do you okay, know is watching I, the I, Hall of Fame speech? Well, a lot of them because I grew up watching it every year. Every year, I mean, you're not you're not a real sports guy. Oh, okay. Per se, but I'm saying, and, and, and you know, we went I to have real life heroes. We went okay, but as a child, who were your childhood sports heroes? Uh, I mean, I I like guys. Well, I, mean, I didn't want to be like. No, them. you come from that generation where you were like brainwashed by some subliminal messages and. And Thundercats and all them old crazy mm. cartoons. You you grew up in the seventies, and, and and are you serious? Like they were hypnotizing you while you're watching. No, cartoons. no, no. It's something in that Thundercats. All of that little. It was a couple of those shows like that. It, it was you know it was something in that stuff that uh, I think altered y'all in that generation. Mm -hmm, yeah. But anyway, no, you know it, it actually is one of my favorite favorite things to watch. Two things that I like to watch that are not on the field are the draft days. When you see a, a a guy and a family really get rewarded for a lifetime of, of work for mm -hmm. you know uh, to get to a certain goal and it's a dream come true and it's uh, it's a wonderful thing in America to watch dreams come true financially. Right now we know that after that a lot of people squander their money and become alcoholics and dope fiends and and <laughs> waste their money. But the but on that day hope springs eternal because the family has generational wealth. In these cases, and I, and I love the Hall of Fame. Uh, I've gone to the Hall of Fame in Canton a couple of years, a couple of times, and the last time was a few years ago for the induction of Michael Strahan. And it's a, it's a touching, heartfelt thing because it's the closest thing that you'll have. And I know this sounds weird. It's the closest thing you'll have to a, a funeral while you're al you're alive, because here you are, you're really eulogizing your own fame, your own career, your own. Younger you, uh, and it's especially yeah, that's what I like to do on a Saturday. Go to a funeral. No, nah, I mean it's not. I'm saying it's a celebration of. It's not a somber thing, but it, it's a. It's a. I mean, how many of us will sit back and have a day where we have an opportunity in front of a whole bunch of people to thank all the people that made our lives special? We we don't have that day. Think about it in society. No, nah, I mean I agree, but. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you get an opportunity. I don't expect people I don't know to care about it. But nobody cares. Well, if the podcast gets big enough, they will care. So I'm just warning you, okay. sir. Thank you. But unless that, yeah, if you just, you know, an insurance man or something, no knock on insurance man, but I'm saying <laughs> that won't happen. But if you I mean for these athletes who are heroes in some respects, they're the best in the world of what they do, and we care about them. I mean, the way I feel, the emotional connection I have. To Earl Campbell and to... I don't understand anybody who has an emotional connection to someone you don't know. Like, this is beyond just, like, sports. Like, people cry... Like people cry when Whitney Houston died. Like I didn't know her. Like, but that's okay, just but me. I, I understand that yeah, people. Yeah, that's just a youth thing. Yeah, that's, that's just that's a, a weird thing. thing about you. You 
So you, there's no one that moves. No, there's no one good at anything that moves you. To what? What? To what extent? To what? What you would be ups, upset or disappointed if they died or went away? I mean, I'd be disappointed. I was disappointed when, when Michael Jackson died, but I mean, I didn't cry. Okay, but I mean, many people did. I mean, I mean, I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, like, I, I, I just, I think just, you are just, you just knocked a bunch of people. You no. just said I don't get anybody that is upset about somebody they don't know. There are I, people I that die on the news every day that I'm sad about. Okay, I'm I mean, just, I, I mean, different you, situations. You, I you mean, can get I just sad not realize like you're kind of a jerk, man. I mean, I like in the family, like I've always been kind of the jerk. But it turns out I'm really not. No, like, no, you're, you're still the jerk. jerk. No, you're still the no, jerk. But it's okay. You're the jerk. No, it's okay. We have had a family breakthrough. I'm just, I'm just not as emotional as you are. I'm very emotional. You are. You are very emotional. I, I, and Kalina, I will call him sometimes and I will just tell him that I love him. I reflect on him. A something. lot of times it's after he's had a number of alcoholic beverages. <laughs> no, not, not uh, always. He would tell me the story of his life, how I was born, when he was at, you know, he remembered the day I was born. I remember and, the day he was born oh, like see, it was yesterday. Go. He calls me before he calls you Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I am, a, I, I can be uh, emotional, but as, I guess now we know it's official. You're the jerk of the family. Nah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, everybody thinks because he's quiet that he's some kind of, he, oh, he's such, he's a nice, he's really nice. I am. I'm yeah, nice. Yeah. I just, I'm just, if I don't know you, then I'm not going to cry if something happens to you. Okay. Like, I can, I can feel so for you. So, you've never cried at a movie? No movie ever. I'm maybe. I'm sure I have. Okay, give me one. Terms of Endearment. No. Uh, okay, I, I get, I'll give you a list of the movies that I've cried over. Okay? Oh, that's that's. Do we have enough time? Well, I won't go over all of them. Jan and Dean, which was a TV movie, and it was based. So you you could. You, I know you cried at Cooley High. Cooley High, man. I man. I man. Ooh, wee. Did I cry? Look, the first time I, I saw Cooley High was on a black and white television that was about 18 inches. I, you know, I mean, it was real, real small. What, what's the small? Maybe not 18 inches. Probably 10 or 12. 12 inches. And I watched it in my room. And the, the, the television was small enough I could pick it up and put it in the bed. It was that small. Mm-hmm. And I watched it right there at 3 in the morning in the summertime. And I don't know how old I was. I was pretty young. And boy, when it's so hard to say goodbye. And priest, and boy, hey, if I get to talking about it now, I'll cry. Uh, that terms and demon was a, was a sad movie. Um, what else? Oh, oh, um, ah, uh, ah, uh, the movie with about Gail says and and Brian, Brian Piccolo, Brian song, boy when Brian. And, and you remember the early episodes of the show on the air? Mm-hmm. I, I did my Billy D Williams. In I love Brian Piccolo. Yeah, and I want you to love Brian. I actually played a <sighs> quote from the movie. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, I love that movie. So yeah. So yeah, there are a few because, but again, I'm I'm and Kalina, what mo- okay. I'm a creative. Kalina, what, what movies have you cried at? <laughs> I'm a creative, so that's what happened. I like how you're diverting the question away from yourself. I want to hear what you cried at. I'll I'll be straight up. Oh, Is if it- you didn't cry on yellow, you're not human, man. Oh, you're no, not I- all American, Amer- uh, red blooded American boy. No, I'll tell the truth. I laughed. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. It's hilarious. <laughs> then you must have saw it out of context. No, no. You probably were eating brownies or something, oh weird brownies, gosh. and then you laughed at it. I want y- y'all I want y'all to get this picture. Devin's on one side of the table, Biscuit and I are on the other side, and he's just going on and he's getting all passionate and moving his arms and his hands. And Biscuit and I are shaking our heads and we're rolling our eyes. 
So you you've never cried in a movie. You, you probably cried when like when like Spock died or something like that. <laughs> she likes she likes sci-fi, so it's something weird like that. Something happened on Doctor Who and you cried. No, no, there are things that touch my heart, and you are extra emotional, and I, I respect that. But I'm a creative, okay? Yeah. So that's what happens with it. Devin Speaking, grew up in a time where little boys were taught to cry and to share their emotions. No, Rosie Greer, actually from the Fearsome Foursome. And people remember this. He had a song on this thing, and I forget the whole. It was a whole show. It was about teaching you how to be a kid. And he had a song called "It's All Right to Cry," and, and, he, and you he, took that to heart, didn't you? And, and look, he, and it was on Brady Bunch when Peter wanted to join the Glee Club. <laughs> but speaking of heartfelt emotions, oh. let's go with the "Have You Heard" segment. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Let's let's delve into the Usher saga. Okay. So, young lady comes out this week, has a press conference with attorney Lisa Bloom, who just like is like Gloria Allred, who will chase a camera down, okay? Mm-hmm. Will hunt a camera down or put a, a victim in front of it or an alleged victim. So, if you don't know, well, a couple years ago, Usher settled a lawsuit saying he had herpes or gave somebody herpes. Since then, there are three new people who wait, have. You wait, wait, you said he settled, so that doesn't he mean he settled. It doesn't mean he. Uh, uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not adjudicating the case. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying you. You're not saying that he said that he gave the person her. He settled. Okay. Three people have come out to say that he gave them herpes. Mm-hmm. One of them was a young lady who had a press conference, mm-hmm. and we talked about Black Twitter, and Black Twitter gave her the business. Did she get it from a toilet seat? That's what she could have got. Well, so so people are questioning whether or not Usher had relations with this young lady because the young lady was he in a slump? Was his records not selling? <laughs> See, so so now you you joking about this, but there's a serious aspect. They fat shamed this lady and said there's no way Usher. Would have slept with one, but this man. And I bet Chris Rock said you're as faithful as your options. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, but I'm saying Usher. It's why, about okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. No, I mean, hold on. Why? Why would Usher because have he, relations with this lady? Like, really? Well, like, why, uh, I don't on. know why. Like, he, well, his, one of them was a man, and so and, and that, I mean, whatever. So, so, so what I'm saying is, people are putting this out of the realm of possibility that he liked a full figured woman. You think Usher slept with this woman? I really think Usher slept with this First woman. First of all, I have to look into her eyes. But I almost, <laughs> I almost on, think he did because she knew what was going to happen and when she came out publicly. She knew it. Man, she did it for the money, the fame, the, the notoriety. Uh, man, she, she didn't know something. She something. knew it. She, she knew the moment she came out and she wasn't a size two or four. Or six, or eight, or, or ten, or twelve, or thirty-eight. The way she's eight, she's but 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 let's not act like this is out of the realm of possibility. The dude married like two two mother figures, right? Two women, one or two women that were like twice his age. Yeah, but people they have were still different. Very small. They weren't big women. They weren't big. Uh, what the, the, the one woman was was she was no. tall. She was. T- she had big <laughs> hands. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I, I just think that. Look, I God think they're wrong. I think people are wrong for teasing this lady because. And, and I know she, you said she, she got donkey of the day. Donkey of the day on the Breakfast Club. But wait, wait, wait. Let me back up a second. Is your whole segment about this 
that she is. Oh, by the way, the, the connection to sports is that he is a minority owner. You see how you tied that in? So I had to make sure it is yeah. sports related. Okay. So your whole segment about this is that she is bigger than whatever average is supposed to be. The whole point of the segment is that people are ridiculing this woman and saying there's no way Usher slept with this woman. That's the point of the thing. And I, I just say that that's not, that's not true. We don't know what people like or are into. I mean, look on the internet. I, I agree. Can I? Mm. Go. No, I mean, at, as, the, as the... Do you think he did it? Oh, that is so irrelevant. So <laughs> irrelevant. I, you know, you, there are people that love all types of women... And there are people that love some thick ladies. And she is a thick lady. And if Usher wants to get down like that, then that's his business. Except when you have sex with somebody and you don't tell him you have herpes. And by the way, she didn't have herpes. And she doesn't have herpes. So why? Mm. I'm going to go back to Biscuit. <laughs> so, so. I don't think he slept with her, but I do think he has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you have it. And the final thing, oh, we lost Glenn Campbell. And I thought about this is because, the way I, I thought about this is because I thought of his songs. And if you know me, you know that I host a, a show that has thousands and thousands of listeners on Friday nights here in Houston. The Friday Express. Even your dad, uh, your your mom and dad were listening. Yes, right? yes, they love it. Play, I played some some satellites for mm-hmm. them. I wrote a letter to myself. Yes, yes. Anyway, so so I'm a music guy first. I'm music. Well, I don't know. I'm sports. I don't know. It's hard to say which one I am the most. But Glenn Campbell passed away. Uh, battled with Alzheimer's. He was 81 years old. And it brought to mind a skill that I have. And I guess this is a bar trick. I never, I don't know if I've ever done this at a bar, but I can put together pretty much a medley of their songs. And, and I don't know how, to what extent I'll do this. And, or maybe I'll do it and how, I'll how edit it. How about we not do that? How about we not do that? Like really, like strongly, like. I'm going to try it. And I may edit this out. So if you hear after this part and I and cut I, and I think I ending, know why you've never done this in a bar. Well, Why? Cause you can't sing, <laughs> dude. Do you? People say this. Uh, first of all, I may not have a a, a, a tremendous I, I voice. I know how to style a song. I'm yeah, a song okay. stylist, dude. Yeah, okay. Dude, I'm a song stylist. I really it's like am. saying it's like saying I'm a barber, <laughs> but I don't know how to do hair. No, no, no. Like I can't cut hair. No, I, look. I can tell you what looks good. No, I'm a song stylist. But anyway, so yeah, Glenn Campbell passed away. I guess I won't do my medley. Thank you. I'll do it for y'all off the air. So with that. I know, I know the people. I know the people want me to do it. Well, go but, ahead. But go no, ahead, no, 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 I'm, no. I'm going to wait please. for them to ask in the next episode. I'm going to do it. And if I do it, you have to do something. I, do I have to listen? Is that one? No, <laughs> no, no, you have to do something. We got to get, get you involved and engage. You have to invest in the show somewhere. No, I, I want to see how many people want to hear this. So go on, go to his, uh, Devin's Twitter page, or Twitter what is that? On at, Wade's Word. At Wade's Word. At Wade's Word. And please, please say if you want to hear this medley. Yeah. I, if you and go to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. Yeah. And if you want to hear the medley. In addition to that, I'll tell you what else we're going to do. And, 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 bef- and it's, I guess it's the end of the show. So before I let go. Before I let go. Before I let go, I want to remind you guys, I have gear coming. Some Sports Talk with Devin Wade gear. I don't know if I'll sell it. I know initially I'm going to give some things away. To some people who show that they are, they support the podcast. So, if you like and make a uh, write a, a review for the show 
on iTunes or TuneIn or SoundCloud. We're going to give you a shout out and we may just, uh, maybe just maybe I'll mail you a, a coffee mug or a cap. I want to make sure, with, I, I hope they look good. I think they look good. They'll be here any day now. So I have some, some stuff coming up and maybe uh, we'll, we'll get some other materials. So I want to remind you guys that also, please, we need those comments because we want to show and, and also uh, like and subscribe because we, we need to show folks and I guess you guys should show us that you want to continue to hear this podcast and that is something that you find informative and entertaining at the very least. So well, we certainly hope you do that. And in addition to that, again, you can tweet me at Wade's Word on SoundCloud, iTunes, and TuneIn on Instagram, dwade909. You are on Instagram, so Cali. Yes, I am on Instagram. So, so Cali. Not necessarily that's ironic because Twitter not all those pictures but you put like a lot of pictures yes i do i'm yeah. a pretty lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> so she um she she's on at so kelly on instagram i'm dwade 909 want to thank you guys any final thoughts for you biscuit uh no i'm just glad you didn't do that uh glenn campbell medley i'm doing it uh, one day i'm telling you uh with that we're gonna close things out for episode 26 want to thank you guys for listening and as always have a great day